0: It was like an assembly line in my house on nail clipping night. I'm just saying Jim would do the baths and then he would bring me the kids and I would sit and clip nails. But sometimes it was like wrangling cats. I can remember feeling like I had run a marathon after clipping nails.
1: Well, I mean, you had five kids, (laughs) which nails to clip. That's a lot. If you times that by 10, if you were also doing toes. A lot. Um, Yes. I remember in my last house, we lived in a cul-de-sac and we had a number of families who had kids at the same time who were younger than my kids. And I would come out to sit on my front porch. And in the evening time, little kids with nail clippers you know they'd cut they'd emerge from their houses like the parents would bring these kids and happen to have some nail clippers with them and be like hey while you're out here uh, any chance that maybe you would clip my kids nails and so you know other than yeah the nail salon that I ran on my front porch for a time it is really really stressful for parents because these kids move that's a perfect description How do we wrangle cats and get these nails clipped? There's a couple of ways that we're going to talk about how to make that successful today.
2: Whoever said babies and toddlers don't come with an instruction manual never met the moms on call. For nearly 20 years, Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter have helped over half a million families navigate parenthood with their best-selling books, online courses, apps, and network of certified consultants. And now they have this podcast to talk directly with you. Ask your questions at 888-234-7979. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast with Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter. This week's episode is brought to you by Spoonful One.
0: May is here and it is Food Allergy Awareness Month. Spoonful One is working hard at bringing awareness to the importance of early introduction of potential food allergens. Spoonful One products provide gentle, daily exposure to 16 food allergens and every bite. Includes peanuts, milk, shellfish, tree nuts, eggs, fish, grains, soy, and sesame. Plus, they have products that grow with your baby. From mix-ins to puffs and to our personal favorite, the oat crackers. You can find these products at major retailers like Amazon and Target, and now at over 5,000 Walgreens stores nationwide. For our moms on call listeners, you can head to spoonful backslash moms on call for more information and your exclusive offer of 35% off their products. <laughs>
2: Hey moms, um, my name is Jess, and I have a question for you. Obviously, (laughs) Uh, my 11 month old will not let me cut his nails. He's just a little squiggly, squirmy little guy, and I always uh, wind up cutting him, or just not ending. You know, I get frustrated and then don't cut them at all because you know it's sort of like wrangling a cat. But if I don't cut them, then he ends up scratching his own face. And he then looks like he got into a fight with a cat. So I'm, I'm just wondering if you have any advice or can offer me any help. Thank you so much. Have a great day.
1: Bye. Jess, you and Laura have the same experience and have described it in exactly the same way.
0: And it is perfectly described that way. Yeah. I mean, that is what it feels like. Everybody listening knows exactly what we're talking about. <laughs>
1: So, some of the tips and tricks, you know, certainly we show how to do nail clipping. It's in the Knowledge Center. It's in some of the free videos that we do. You can watch a very specifically, um, you know, Laura walking you through that experience.
0: Well, and I will say it's a whole lot easier when they're younger. Once they get to start moving, and where does the strength come from is what I want to know. Like, how can this 11 month old out arm me with the strength. I'm just saying, it feels like they're
1: Hercules. (laughs) And so sometimes it's in the timing and sometimes it's in the trickery, but we will get these nails clipped. So let's talk about the trickery first. (laughs) Sometimes making it super interesting. So depending on how they're designed, naming the different fingers. This was a great way just to make it super silly and interesting. So it's not like this battle. Like, are you ready for battle? I'm holding you down. It's time for battle. You know, it's more like, oh my goodness, it's time to just have this This really fun, fun, silly time and having those expectations. Like I may not get all 10 clipped at once. I may make it through four and we're just done and I can't do this anymore. But naming the different fingers, like what is this guy's name? Oh, this guy's name is... Marty. All right. Well, let's clip Marty. Wait, what's the next one's name? And so, you know, that kind of involves them in the process sometimes when they're a little bit older. So that can be some of the trickery that's involved. Let's also talk about the timing.
0: Oh, my gosh. So I personally think that kind of towards the evening time is the best time after bath you know, hopefully before bath, you got some of that energy out, right? We always talk about, you know, dance party time and getting the energy out and we do the bath and they'll a lot of times be a little more relaxed, especially at this age, Jess, of where they can kind of sink into you. And I do think that doing it at the same time every day kind of sets that expectation. So using some trickery As well as doing it at the same time each day can make it a whole lot easier. I've also found, as part of the trickery, is giving them something to hold in the other hand. So, if if they had something that they can look at or touch, or something that kind of vibrates a lot of times in that hand, that'll allow you the time to clip one or two. And again, I think that that probably needs to be said again, is you don't have to clip all 10 at one time. I think that just seems really daunting. Well, and he said every day, every time you clip their nails, clip the nails. Yes. like for
1: every episode of nail clipping, you know, you'll do it about the same time every, you know, every time, every time. Yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah.
0: Unless you have a lot
1: of kids, then you may right. Be See, Laura was doing this every day. It's like it's like laundry. Yep. Um, so yeah, I know a lot of people are are probably feeling pretty good right now. Like I have one kid <laughs> of which I have to clip their nails, so I think I'm good. Laura, did you ever, so some of my friends would clip their kids' nails at this age when they were asleep.
0: Oh, absolutely. I think I've snuck in and, and done that, especially with the boys, with the twins, because again, my twins slept once they could climb out of their cribs. And we went to, you know, toddler beds and eventually a twin bed because they slept together. I mean, they just were always touching each other. So they were always scratched up. So we had to try and get these nails as short as possible, as often as possible. And yeah, I think when they're asleep, is always a great time to try and sneak a nail in or two. At 11 months of age, it may be harder to do that without them waking up. But sometimes they are just passed out to the world. You can get in there and knock it out in about 10.2 seconds. It's sweet. And, you
1: know, also sometimes they will bleed. Like we have all clipped the nails, you know, had it at the wrong angle or they jerked at a time we didn't expect them to. And they bled. and they can still become a concert pianist. (laughs) <laughs> or, a, you know, a harp player, whatever it is that you need the dexterity of all these fingers for. Yeah, Even if yeah. we made a mistake nail clipping. And I will tell you, it is horrifying, but those nails bleed for a long, long time. So it's so yeah. daunting as a parent because you like put a little washcloth on it or what have you. And it really seems like Five minutes later, it's still bleeding. And, you know, so it feels like for everybody, like, whoa, that was no fun.
0: I'll never do it again. That's what we say, <laughs> right? Like, OK, yeah, I right. did that and we're done. I'm done. I'm never clipping them again. And but it, it does. It's just one of those things that we have to do. So finding the right time of day is really good. Using some trickery, trying to distract them, giving them something else to hold, singing some silly song so that you can clip one or two, and recognizing that it may be one or two and not 10. I think those things will help
1: so much. Are so helpful. And if they bleed, recognizing that your response to that will help. So this just happens sometimes. Oh, no, that happens sometimes. We'll get the boo-boo bunny, you know, so little (laughs) boo-boo bunny is what we used to have. It was a washcloth in the shape of a bunny, Uh, but with the boo-boo bunny on that. So, you know, when it happens, just treating that like it because it really is. And we've talked about this before. It'll reverberate back to your own heart because if you're the only person doing this and then it starts to bleed and oftentimes we just turn ourselves inward and, you know, start to blame ourselves and nobody needs any of that. Don't borrow any of that guilt. The truth is Laura and I are telling you it's pediatric nurses who have clipped more nails between the two of us than any two people I've ever known in my life that this happens sometimes, and it's going to be okay.
2: Your baby and toddler food questions answered. Welcome to the Moms on Call Snack Attack, brought to you by Spoonful One. Hey, Laura. What?
1: Listen, I have a secret. Ooh, what's a secret? It's that parents are doing a lot of really great things at mealtime,
0: and they don't even know it. Oh, yes, they are. And I think that is something we need to shout from the rooftops, because when we're feeding these toddlers and trying to keep them alive and make sure that they're getting everything that they need, there are some days that I know as a parent, I felt as if, man, if this is the way this is going to go, then surely they're not going to make it till tomorrow.
1: One of the phrases that I love is you are there and you are theirs. And it applies to feeding. It doesn't always have to be filled and calculated down to the last nutritional element. A lot of feeding is about the relationship and about the atmosphere. And so just be present. You're there, you're theirs. You have crafted, tried to find what they should eat. I know you put a lot of time and thought and effort into it. And the fact that you did all those things goes so much further than whether or not they feel like eating. You are there. You are theirs. And that is a huge secret thing that you're doing right at mealtime, even when it doesn't feel like it.
2: Thank you for listening to the Moms on Call podcast. If you have a question for Jennifer and Laura, call 888-234-7979. Visit MomsOnCall.com for resources to help you parent with confidence and thrive, not just survive your amazing parenting journey.